0: Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 38 morning show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com.
1: We're in the recording studio with Chris Alvarado right now, and he's putting the final touches on one of his new songs. (laughs) (laughs) This song is called My B-String's Flat.
0: (laughs) Or Sharp. (laughs) It's a working title. (laughs) It's close enough.
1: Alright, what's up everybody? We are north of the bay. North of 30A. And we're up here... In the Freeport area, which is home to Driftwood Guitars and Driftwood Studios. And we're talking with Chris Alvarado, one of our, I mean, beloved guitarists that's out on 30A. And he, you see him all the time playing. Uh, now you can actually buy guitars from this guy. And we just went through a studio. We got a great video up. And I, you guys should definitely check that out. But uh, Chris, what's up? How, How are, are you? you? Well, that's a good question. We both ask each other. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Hey, I got to tell you... Um, a, a wife to let you build a studio like this in your house is outstanding. Well, yeah, I kind of slipped it under the radar, but... You're like, hey,
0: <laughs> I'm going to improve our office yeah. a little bit. We'll never be able to sell a house now until <laughs> unless it's to another musician, but it's totally going to be worth it.
1: That is a great upgrade for houses. <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's talk about the studio a little bit. It's very acoustically correct. Uh, you've got uh, some Matrix-looking things on the walls. Uh-huh. and uh, How much research did you put in to build a home studio? Too much. I probably spent two to three months kind of
0: building and getting halfway done building diffusers and then realizing I wasn't doing them right and reading stuff online. And it makes you feel like if you don't have a PhD, you don't know what you're doing, but it's, it took me a while. Everything I built from scratch, um, obviously this is radio, but it's got um, hardwood floors. Even the floors I built, I made floors from scratch. Um, I actually cut wood into planks and then planed them and routed them. And my desk and console I built from scratch. There's a wall that's all, old reclaimed lumber. Um, all the diffusers are tuned specifically to the problem frequencies of the room. There's bass traps in the corners. Um, so it's, I was telling Corey before, before we did the interview that I wanted to build a studio that's in my home, not a home studio. Yeah. Kind of like one level between a home studio and a real studio, you know? Yeah. And there's no egg crates. There's no egg crates. Yeah. Isn't that you said that's like the worst. There's nothing worse than a really really dead studio, like where the sonically dead. It's, oh, it's like it's like playing inside of a pillow.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, how many people can you comfortably get in here to do a recording?
0: The downside to this is because there is one room, is you really only get to do a, t- a track by track. Um, so you can't do like a full band all at once cuz then you'd have bleed over. Um, but we've, we've done, I've done full bands in here. Yeah. You know, you do the drums and then you do the bass and then, you know, you work it up from there, but, and then everybody hangs out in here and it gets really hot and muggy cause everybody's hanging out in one room, but
1: <laughs> fat guy in a little studio. Oh, it's a good time. <laughs> it's a it's good, good stuff. time. Hey, uh, tell me about, uh, the music scene on 30A. You can be seen practically at every venue.
0: Yeah. Anywhere uh, that does yeah. music for the most part.
1: Yeah. Um, so, so how was it this past year? It was pretty busy. It was really busy. Yeah, is that because you're getting better, or is it because uh, people are just embracing music more at venues? I I never think I'm getting better. um, My buddy, Scott
0: Rockwood, is like the best guitar player on the earth. He always goes, you're the most self-deprecating musician I've ever met in my life. I just... The self esteem I like to keep low. Um, yeah, so but, that, that Cristobal Rado is getting better. Let's book him twelve yeah, times. Yeah, get him here. But no, the part that's neat about thirty A is that like what's what the big part of what's people come here they expect is the culture, and what the big mm-hmm. part of the culture is the music. You have your art, and you have the music. And then it's just the social life, but you can't have one without the other on 30A. It's just it, we live in such a special, special place. I really, honestly, there's only a few places in the country that are probably really capture what this area does. You know, Nashville, like, Austin, yeah, those ones, those ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's
1: totally true. I think. We have just as many weird music fans down here that uh-huh. can, can listen to any style. Yeah, and listen. That's and the listen. important part. Yeah, instead of chattering. Hey, uh, I here. mean,
0: God knows there's places that are more kind of party venues. Um, but for the most part, you can always, especially what I do, you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. Um, you know, I can slow it down and really get people to lean forward in their seats and listen. And that's not, you can't do that in most
1: towns. You just can't, you know. The, the dynamic around your studios and shop here at the house have changed over the past what couple of years you you have a child now? I all have right. a child. He's three. He started yeah. school two days ago. So
0: we're parents without a kid at the house right now, it's, it's, we don't know what
1: to do with ourselves. Yeah, you got all this free time now, <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, what it's, is the free time? Is it a six-hour window, seven-hour window? It's about seven hours. Of course,
0: we take our kid all the way down to 38 for his school. So, and we're up here in Freeport. Yeah, we love our we love the house that we got, but we sp- live in play down on 38 so it takes a half hour to go pick them up sure. from school but it's worth it
1: yeah sure you know yeah. it is that moment when you're like what are we gonna do all day yeah today's the first
0: day since we started school
1: where we decided like
0: okay we're not gonna do anything we're just gonna hang out at the house yeah and then right I, I come. And then yeah I and then you came and ruined it I oh, know. <laughs> but no that's we've hard. just been hanging out and like we had breakfast and we're just lounging that's like weird i went golfing yesterday and it was guilt- free
1: golf nice it was weird <laughs> when when swept or sand center no we went to seascape but it oh, was, okay. we went on the cheap so that's all right you know if, did you lose more than you than, than you found or? yeah Forrest williams beat me oh Forrest. But, he's a whole different problem so yeah <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about your guitars a little bit you got a really cool studio here mm-hmm. and uh it seems like you're uh just flourishing making your guitars you said your your first one was the worst one but i don't see a bad one in the house right now these the, are yeah, amazing the bad ones
0: i keep in the attic yeah <laughs> uh,
1: so the you said the process on some of these could take three to six
0: months yeah it depends the one you see there with the um the sound hole on the side that one is about best six month build that was an experimental guitar just like the one in the corner mm-hmm. um but for the most part they're about three to four months this is just your basic you know run-of-the-mill
1: guitar yeah once again check out the video we have it is outstanding it kind of shows uh uh, from start to finish on what some of the guitars look like. Uh, do you have names for your guitars or are they just so specialized and, uh, customized? I have names that- for the models. I have
0: <laughs> some people named it. Most people who I've sell the guitar to, then they named the guitar, you know, uh, Duke bardwell has got one of my guitars and her name is bell. Okay. Um, this one here, he calls sugar bear. Um, My friends call this one, which is my guitar, they call it the Coffee Bean, just because it's it's all brown, but but I haven't given it a name. Um, But, you know, I have, like, my model is called the Session, I have a model, this is called the Antebellum. Um, I've got some other names, I just can't remember what the heck I call them. But yeah, I do give them model names and stuff, you know, and they kind of represent different body shapes and scale lengths and stuff like that, so...
1: Well, let's hear let's hear the guitar a little bit. We're going to let Chris play two songs on the show today. Uh, it is Chris's picks today, so uh, hit us up with one of them right here. And tell us about the song. This is a
0: new original song, and I say new, I mean I wrote it like in the last year because I don't. <laughs> I'm a singer songwriter, but I, I always talk about songwriting does not come naturally to me, so it's like pulling teeth sometimes. And this is a, a song about just realizing that that you're in a good spot in your life, and you know. Don't think that the grass is greener on the other side all the time.
2: around and see it all. In this life we live is measured by the moments that we treasure that make the climb seem so small. It seems so came I won't run for shelter I won't touch the rain cause I know if I keep moving like waves upon the shore soon or later the boat gonna rock no more looking down Down into that valley I live all my fears hoping one day I can find the truth.
1: Chris Alvarado on 38 Radio. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Uh, Let me ask you a question about songwriting. Uh, Where does it start for you? Like, when you you said you are going to start writing some songs, like what does it take? (laughs) I don't know. If you figure it out, you
0: let me know. Uh, No, I I have to have uh, the music first, usually. Um, The guitar part, which is where... That's, to me, not the best way to songwrite. I find that people who are really good at it, they're more lyrical which makes more sense because then you can match the music but for me i have to be moved by like the melody of the song first and then that makes oh, what does this make me feel like but the problem with that is sometimes i was talking to you about a song i've been trying to write for a while is that sometimes i'll get the verse down and i really like the verse, and then i go god what is this song even about so a lot of times my songs i don't know what they're going to be about and like that one i just sang um, until you kind of get to the chorus, and then, oh, okay. I mean, you you have an idea of what it's about, but I don't have the solid idea where I wrote this one for my son. It was one of the only songs that I went, this is what I want to write about, and uh, I actually wrote the lyrics while I was driving. I was in the car, and I sang them into my phone um, for the first verse, and that made it would make it so much faster, but it also, to me, makes for a better song. But it's just, it's so hit and miss with me. I might go a year and write eight songs, and then, like, this past year, 2015, I I wrote two. <laughs> so... But I don't, I just, to me, if I'm going to write a song, I want it to be, um, I want it to be me about who I am in my life. Because that's what my songs are about for me. They're they're personal and I want it to be kind of like my legacy is my music. And I don't just want to write songs for song's sake. You know, I think, I think you could do that if you want to. It depends on, it's not, I don't make my living as a songwriter. If you're a songwriter, you just got to write. And see what sticks, <laughs> and that's just not how I do it.
1: That's a good answer, and we do encourage people not to drive and yeah. uh, write songs. Do that's that. dangerous. <laughs> that, that's a whole new campaign for songwriters. Sometimes,
0: yeah, I drive with my knees and strum with strum the guitar. Yeah, and uh, you know it's frowned upon.
1: <laughs> but if it's Bluetooth and you're doing it uh, by your voice, that's fine, Chris. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if a cop comes, I just lower the guitar below the dash. So Chris, you're weaving all over the place. <laughs> I'm writing a hit, buddy. Get out of here. <laughs> That's So funny. Um, so let's uh, let's do one more song. That sounded fantastic. Um, we'll, we'll do uh, Chris Alvarado like you've never heard him before here on Thirty Eight Radio. This is a cover of Metallica. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm just kidding. This one's by Skrillex.
0: <laughs> I had somebody ask me some young kids these whippersnappers these days whippersnappers. Uh, they always ask for songs that are like popular on the radio, and as we all know, stuff that's ri- like in pop music, most of it's not even actual instruments. And I no. have people on a regular basis ask me for like. Dubstep songs, or
1: Skrillex, or
0: can you do just like what?
1: Like (laughs) that actually was made by throwing a monitor down a staircase.
0: I left my laptop (laughs) at home. But there's other songs that are real popular, like Uptown Funk, that people are like, "Oh, can you do that?" I'm like, "It's just me and my guitar. Like, where's the horn section and the drums and the bass? I have no dancers. Like, you could do Uptown <laughs> Funk, but you're going to be sorely disappointed. Yeah, this is the the Kumbaya version. So if you
1: if you do Baytown Live and uh, you end up doing Uptown Funk with dancers, please tell yeah. me.
0: Oh, it's going to be it's going to be a six the six piece dance section. It's going to
1: be great. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, somebody on a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> it's playing like the, the Jimmy horn, Fallon thing. Like yeah. the horn
0: section. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful.
1: We got Chris Alvarado with us, and we're on 38 Radio having a good time at Triffwood Studios. It is north of the bay. Take the three thirty one bridge, and uh, actually, uh, don't come see Chris because it's not like a, a open studio <laughs> where you can kind of come look through the window because all the windows are blocked off. Yeah, you can't you even wanna, see it here. If
0: you want to come to the, see the studio or the workshop, I'm fifteen minutes north of Greaton Beach is what I tell everybody. There you 15 go. Fifteen minutes from Greaton. So
1: there you go. And go over the uh, the websites for your guitar real quick. So uh, everybody, can you got to check out the guitars. They have a Facebook page for them.
0: Yeah, Driftwood Guitars. On Facebook driftwood guitarscom is the website and I've got photographs and all that stuff there um, my website for my music is Chris livecom and you can also find my music on uh, Pandora and iTunes um, and I also have obviously the you know the required Facebook page for my music at Chris sure. Alvarado music so
1: yeah we're getting uh, getting into songwriter festival uh, weekend and we've got uh, a lot of artists coming down to the area Chris is you know, one of the the great ones, you need to check them out. You're uh, you got some songs that you're going to try and accomplish and get them done for we're trying the weekend. But uh, it's like a it's
0: like a history test. I'm cramming for the songwriters festival.
1: Do it, it, are there is there a lot of action of songs being written during this festival? Do you feel that happens?
0: I feel afterwards. Yeah. I mean, I usually have a couple of straggling songs that I try to wrap up before the festival and then after the festival. I'm like, oh, there's just so many different ways. Like, my problem with songwriting is I always go, oh, it's too rhymy. I don't want it to be too rhymy. Or, oh, this just doesn't even fit because it doesn't rhyme. Songwriting, like, rhyming is important because it helps you give you rhythm and tie it all together. But then you get to the Songwriters Festival and you hear so many different ways of writing. And people will write songs. Like, Dylan, for example, doesn't really rhyme a lot in some of his stuff. And some people kind of really stuff like that at the Songwriters Festival and you're like God that song was amazing there wasn't a single rhyming word and then you hear other people who rhyme every other word and you go man that still worked and it wasn't too rhymey. or you know a lot of open tuning or just different so many different ways to come about it and it just makes you feel like oh okay I don't have to feel that there's all these rules you know and part of me like I don't listen to a lot of music
1: um There's hundreds of songwriters coming down. Uh, Which ones do you kind of gravitate to to kind of say, okay, when I'm not playing, I kind of want to drop in and and see this person?
0: Over the years, I've kind of started sticking around less and less to listen to music because I just get so tired by the end of the weekend. (laughs) But this year, I did – two years ago, maybe two, three now, I did a um, thing in Dallas, the Wildflower Music Festival. And this guy named Parker Millsap was playing, and at the time he was like 18, 19 – it was just him and an upright bass player, and I about I literally cried when he sang, and it wasn't a sad song. And I went backstage and told him after I got after he got done, and I was like, "Dude, don't be freaked out." But and I told him I cried. I said there was, it moved me that much. His voice wow. and his songwriting was that good. And he's at the Songwriters Festival this year. Oh yeah, so go. I'm going to see him. And David Wilcox played a couple years ago, and I ended up I was like, "No, I'm just too tired tonight." And I immediately regret that because he was one of my inspirations growing up, but. No, and if you guys are new to the Songwriters Festival, the trick is find a place your favorite artist is going to be at. If they're at 10, get there at 4, sit, don't try to switch venues, and just enjoy who's there, because otherwise you're going to spend the entire day waiting in lines. And I will say, the part that makes this festival magical is that there's small venues, and you can't have small venues without lines and waiting, so... Part of what people, I always hear people kind of go, man, I just wish there wasn't so many lines. Well, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. You know, you could have a massive concert concert and allow everybody in, but then it wouldn't be intimate, you know? So part of the learning curve at the songwriters festival is finding what venue you want to go to. Just go and sit and enjoy yourself.
1: Yeah. And if you're one of the people that really like to uh, check out artists and it's completely quiet, Mm. uh, you know, there are some of those stages you can go to, but Mm -hmm. sometimes the shushing doesn't work at some of the venues because it's intended to be a little bit noisier. I think some of the artists have a little bit more fun if it is a little bit rowdy. Yeah. There's, and some artists are like encouraging it. Other artists, you know, yeah, uh, there's some people that are just in there and they're being like, are you kidding me? We got shushed at John Driscoll Hopkins last year, yeah. right before Zach Brown's coming on. I was like, lady, we're in a phone booth. Yeah, there's 4000 people in here. Yeah. And uh, you're at the bar ordering drinks during the song, uh-huh. too. And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> Mary Gauthier last a couple years ago <laughs> ripped into some people, too. Yo, you're here to see
0: my show, and, you know. And people hushed up, you know. Part of it's like people pay good money to see it, so you got to keep them quiet. But you know, like you said, you're in a phone booth. You're in a if you if you would shift in your seat, everybody hears it.
1: You you've seen John Driscoll, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's bigger than me. I mean, yeah, that guy. That he belts it out. You can't. I mean, you could set off an air horn during his uh-huh. You're not going to hear yeah. it. So, anyways, uh, do people shush during your shows? Sometimes I've shushed people in my <laughs> show before. What's the proper etiquette for shushing at a songwriter festival? What do you think it is? This is what I
0: did. And this is I said, I don't mean to be rude, but you're being rude. (laughs) From the stage. I said that on the microphone and everybody kind of quietly golf clapped. (laughs) Um, It's like sometimes when you're at these things as the artist, you're on stage, you get your eyes closed, you're singing your song. And the whole time you're singing, you're going, this guy over here doesn't shut up. Yeah. Uh, If it's that kind of song. You know, it depends. The dynamics change, and, you know, throughout the night. And if you can clearly tell that the vast majority of people are wishing this one guy would be quiet. I always say guy because there's always a guy. Let's be honest. <laughs> the One guy in the corner would be quiet. And if you feel like everybody's staring at him, then you can take initiative and say something uh, and be like, hey, yo. And usually it just needs to be reminded.
1: Yeah. You know? That's all. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Be careful with the shushing. You know, yeah. you don't want to shush the wrong person. And also... Uh, I, there's going to be a lot of great artists here and uh-huh. uh, we encourage photos and we encourage, uh, yeah, grab a video if you absolutely have to, but mm-hmm. come on, man, Well, what's enjoy cool about the show it, yeah. from your perspective. You don't have to show it on Facebook.
0: Yeah. And what's <laughs> cool about it. Yeah. It's well, you know, if it didn't happen on Facebook, it didn't happen ever. Really, yeah. That's right. right. That's true. Um, you know, uh, part of the neat thing about the festival too, is that these artists are always just walking around throughout the area yeah. all along 38, all weekend long. So, you know, you're going to have probably a good chance you run into them and talk to them. So you don't have to like. Jump over people to meet
1: them after they get done singing. Yeah. And, and last tip: bring your iPhones uh-huh. and your Androids to tape the shows. If you have to to film, that's cool. If I see anybody filming with an iPad, <laughs> you're done. Or the new iPad Pro; it's the size <laughs> of a big screen
0: TV. It's like an IMAX. Yeah, yeah, they've
1: got it in the front row, held up. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I'm, I'm going to encourage people to get kicked out uh, if they have iPads it. filming. I'm going to wear, unless it's
0: their parents. I'm going to wear, wear a GoPro camera, camera. on my forehead Sweet. for my performances. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome.
1: I think you should try and play with a selfie stick. <laughs> one hand, you know? Yeah, yeah, i right.
0: tape it to my guitar.
1: All right, let's get one more song from Chris. What you got? We're going to do a cover, um, something upbeat, something I play at a lot
0: of my shows. But people like it. It's a little different version of a song. So we'll give it a try.
2: will you done done me and I swear that I felt I try to be chill, but you're so hot that I'm out. That I feel right through the crack. I'm trying to get back. Before the cool done run out, I'll be giving deep. But best to put nothing going, stopping, put divine intervention. I reckon it's again my turn to win something, done, some, but that won't hesitate take no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm yours. Open up your mind and see like me, open up your plans and then you're free, look into your heart and you'll find love, 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 I won't hesitate, no more, no more, it cannot be. I've been spending way too long, checking to my tongue in the mirror, but I better know the backwards to try to see clearer, but my breath fogged off the glass, but I drew in the face, I laughed. but I guess what that was saying is there ain't no better reason to read yourself a bad idea, but just go with the season, it's what we aim to do, cause I name is a virtue, and I won't hesitate, no more. Mind and see, like me, open up your plans, and you are free. Look into your heart, you'll find that the sky is your own. yeah And you'll find love, love, love So I won't hesitate No more, no more Looking that way I'm yours
1: Awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, so how do you pick, if you're going to cover a song, how do you pick covering a song, like... Does it fit your style, your voice? How how do you do it?
0: I always, I I was starting to say earlier that I don't really listen to much music at all. I just don't. Which is part of the problem why I have songwriting issues. Just because I I don't get a lot of like, oh, that's a cool thing to do. But the other part that I like is that I don't, I don't know really how the songs that I cover go really that well. As far as how they originally sound. So I'll I'll get requests for a song over and over and over again. If I hear it enough, I go, you know, I'm going to look that song up. I mean, most of the time I'm familiar with the song. But then I I just I work on it and work on it and work on it until I come up with an, a way to kind of do it differently. I absolutely refuse to cover a song the way that it just goes. If you want to hear how the song – if you want to hear a copy of the song, just play the song. <laughs> but if you're going to go see live music, let's hear something that's different. Uh, so I just kind of mess with it until I find something that works. Um, and sometimes I'll try a song over and over and over again, and I just can't seem to find something that sounds cool. And the songs morph too. Um they'd start off one way and within a couple of years they sound completely different. I'll hear recordings of like some of my old shows. I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot I used to do it that way. That's terrible. <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> Who would hire that guy?
1: <laughs> he plays a ton of shows though. Yeah. It's weird. It's really weird. Well, Chris, thanks for letting us up to your studios. And uh, we got here. a lot of stuff from you today. We got video. Yeah. Uh, we also talked uh, behind the scenes and uh, off mic about Forrest Williams, which is cool. Yeah, we do uh, that a lot. Dude, man, he's just a problem. <laughs>
0: it's a plague that you just can't
1: <laughs> everything that farrell says is completely true you know,
0: people i was joking with forrest, the other day, I said, forrest always saying you know who i am and, and he goes yeah farrell williams husband
1: <laughs> that's who forrest williams is that's farrell williams husband that's so awesome uh chris alvarado check him out online uh, you can go to facebook page uh, you can also see him all across 30a uh, definitely if you see him at the side stage at baytown wharf it's a beautiful little stage to take a break. You can throw your kids into Blast, the arcade, and chill with Chris with a beverage. I've done it a couple times. It's a great place to catch Chris. And uh, also, you need to check out his guitars. If you're a guitarist and really want a unique instrument uh, that you can basically sit up here and have somebody make for you. Acoustic uh, guitars. Acoustic <laughs> guitars, yeah. It's a it's a beautiful thing. Uh, you might even just hang it on your wall and not even want to use it because they look that nice and uh, very specialized and Customize and Chris, what a what a great little uh, studio and uh, shop you have up here. It's really Thanks. cool. Thanks for coming. Yeah, it's cool. Appreciate and, uh, it. We appreciate Chris, and we look forward to. I'm going to rip these songs and put them on the radio. Thank I'll you. Love it. <laughs> Thanks, it's Chris man. Alvarado. Thanks, buddy. Thank you.